Wednesday morning broadcast. And um, I thank you all for tuning in. A reminder, our friends at Artscroll are offering our listeners an incredible discount and free shipping on any amount when you use promo code radio. You know the rule. Go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. And today's recommendation is the book entitled Let's Get Benching. Let's Get Benching, stories and fascinating facts about Birkas Hamazon. Tamar Ench, who's responsible for the book, which is illustrated by Tova Katz, is with us live via telephone. Tamar Ench, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Happy Hanukkah. Thank you. You too. I appreciate that. You know, I, I've been aware of certain initiatives that are out there. There's a uh, certainly a Bitachon initiative. Many people are familiar with the Asha Yatzer initiative, getting people to say Asha Yatzer uh, slowly and with great kavana, with great intent, and how that makes such a difference when we appreciate what God has given us. I did not realize that there is a very, very serious Birkas Hamozon benching initiative out there. Uh, and what can I say other than Baruch Hashem, Kolakavod, that there are there are people out there who are trying to promote how important it is to bench, and uh, and uh, tell some of the stories uh, of those who have seen amazing things happening because they are so committed to benching. When did you first become familiar with an effort to get people to know more and to take benching more seriously? Listen, benching is the work of a lifetime. You know, and all of us who um, have been benching all our life, I think we know that it's important. Do we know how much bracha it unlocks for us? I don't think that most of us were very aware of it until it was pointed out to us. Really, the things that I wrote in the book were compiled from from our rabbis of, of old. They've been around for generations. It's just that, you know, we need to pay attention to it. I personally knew about it many, many years ago, and I actually included one of the stories from many years ago in the book that happened during the Gulf War. Right. I remember when Rep. Shachzatzal said something at that time. That was already a long time ago, and I remember being surprised about it. As an initiative today, I personally have been dreaming about making a children's book on this topic for more than at least four years. I've been dreaming about it. A friend of mine passed me a sheaf of papers a long time ago, long, long time ago, and it was a compilation of Divrei Chazal and and uh, and what they called it schoolot, but it's not really schoolot. It's written in the Torah and on the power of benching, and it really like lit my fire, like my imagination about what what amazing things there are in benching. And then when I started to do the research on it, there's more and more things came up, and then Hashem just kept sending me stories. Either they happened to me or to a friend or to somebody else I knew or each time, each, each place, another step in this journey of towards a book, till I finally said to myself, I better hurry up and talk to Art Scroll because I really want to see this be a book. <laughs> you know? Well, it's, it's I an did un- a book on Amen that you inter- interviewed me about many years ago, too. And right. that one, Amen and Asha Yatsar, also, Hashem just kept sending me material till Baruch Hashem, there was a book in my hand. Right. I knew this was not your first appearance here, of course. I remember that very fondly. And the book's amazing. I mean, it's the pictures are incredible. I should say the illustrations more accurately. Illustrations are incredible. The layout's great. And by the way, can I just make the point that even though it's being sold and you just promoted it as a book for kids, I, I would argue it's a book for any serious adult who wants to know more about and enhance their own benching. 
Now, why do you think we write it for kids? Who do you think's buying it? <laughs> I, hope, I, hope they, I hope they read it. I hope they don't just buy it. I hope they read it, frankly. Most I... people, I think, read it. I do. It's, I mean, I am writing for children. It's true. But the parents are going to read it with the children. So every inch of it was gone over by Tommy de Chachamim. We were very careful that the sources are sourced and that we didn't just make up a story out of thin air. And I, the idea is if you... Just everybody in Chinuch knows this. If you light up the children, you've lit up the parents, too. Yeah. That's how I got started. Book's amazing. Yeah. It really is amazing. You know what's so funny about your book, and I was wondering if you'd even address this, and frankly, I think it, I think it took some courage to address it. I call it washophobia. You call it benchophobia. And that's one of the first things you mentioned is that so many people want to avoid having to go through the ritual of washing and benching. And if only they would realize the brachas that we say and the brachas that can come from that experience, they would probably change their mind, right? Yeah, they would. And it's not my word, benchophobia. <laughs> I got that from a friend who heard it from a Robin Lakewood. <laughs> it's great. I love it. And obviously you ask in the book if we could relate to that, and so many people can. And uh, people are, you know, are, are people often wonder, is it worth it? so to speak, to go wash, to have to bench, etc. And if we would just pay more attention to the words and realize what we're saying and the brachas that uh, could come from it, I think people would have a much different perspective. And by the way, as you know, I speak to myself about this. I don't just speak to the listeners and to you. I'm saying it all to myself as well. Tamar Anch is with us live via telephone. The book is called Let's Get Benching. It's stories and fascinating facts about Birch HaSamozon. It is for kids, but believe you me, it's really for everybody. One of the things I discovered in the book is that uh, you give credit to the first Jew for getting us onto this track of benching. Avraham Avinu himself. Could you tell us about that? Well, Roma Vino, as we all know, he was famous for bringing people into his house, into his tent, to be able to bring them closer to Hashem Yisbarach, which was an unknown concept at the time. And the way he did it was by giving people, taking care of their physical needs, making sure that they were comfortable, giving them beautiful food to eat, and then when they were done, pointing out to them that it's not just, it's not his food, the food comes from a higher source, from God above. And that was the first concept of benching, that we are paying attention to the fact that everything we have comes from Hashem. And it's we int- learned that from Avram Avinu. Oh, 100%. And it's interesting, you don't just concentrate on, you know, the potential of the brachos and how important the words are, etc. You give us the history of benching. Why was it important for you to include that in this? I think it's important to know where benching comes from. You know, the first the first bracha was, was given down to us by Moshe Rabbeinu after Klaistral, after the Jews in the desert received the first man. The second one comes from Yehoshua, and the third one was created after the miracle in Betar. And, you know, I, I have to say that as long as, as much as I'm from and, I, and I've been <laughs> through Torah classes for most of my life and so on, I knew some of that. I can't say I remembered all of it off by heart. And the proof of the pudding is that on Sunday I ran a free event, a Zoom event for moms and kids on Erev Hanukkah. Come make a sandwich roll with me, and then after that we'll talk about benching. And we had a very nice turnout. And I asked that question on the Zoom to all, to all the, the women sitting there, who, who created the first bracha, who wrote the second bracha, etc. And you know what? <laughs> Most of us didn't know it. I said to them, don't be embarrassed. I also didn't till I till I researched it. It is written in Chazal, but I can't say that I knew that off the top of my head. Right. And uh, our school helped me with that part of it too to make sure that you know we sourced it properly. But that is 
you know, it's it's written in Chazal. It's yeah, not, it's not hard to find this. In, it's not hard to find this information. It's all right there. When you're with Art Scroll, you're surrounded by a lot of people who know a lot of things, right? <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tamar Edge is with us. The book is called Let's Get Benching. Speaking of Art Scroll, go to the website artscroll.com. Buy this for the kids for Hanukkah or any time, and make sure to get your discount by using and free shipping by using promo code. Radio. All right, we're going to exchange stories now, and then I'm going to put you on the spot tomorrow. Okay, uh, uh, I'll, I'll uh-huh. I'm going to ask you, you know, for a story from the book. I'm going to start with this one. I am not one. Most people know me. I'm not one who, in any way, is Machbid is uh, careful about dressing a certain way, meaning that there are people who put on a jacket and a hat when they bench. Uh, that that that's not uh, you know my background, but I found this story so interesting and fascinating, where a young man is sitting with a non-observant person and going through a business deal, and they're debating over for what ends up being 5 million shekel, right? A, a big amount of money. And he remembers that, you know, even though he's in a situation in a restaurant, but with somebody who's not familiar with his tradition uh, as much, you know, so he's wondering, should he put on his hat and jacket to bench because, you know, the discomfort he might feel or maybe put someone else in an uncomfortable situation, etc. Well, he decides to listen to his Rebbe, who always said to him, make sure to dress properly for benching. And what happens next? The guy signs the deal immediately. And the reason is because he thought that the, that the gentleman and putting on the hat and jacket was ready to leave and walk away from the deal to walk away and end the meeting. And of course, we know why he really was dressing in a hat and jacket. So I'm not saying that's going to happen every single time one benches properly, but it's a pretty funny story, no? Mm-hmm. I like that um, one. Listen, it says that a person's supposed to be dressed for tefillah. Right. When you get dressed for tefillah, you're dressed a little more formally because you're about to address the God of the world. Benching itself is one of the mitzvot in the Torah that is in, in Aramaic and in Hebrew, you call it midoraisa, from the Torah. The, uh, it says in the Torah, v'yachalta v'savata uveirachta. You will right. eat, you will be satisfied, and then you will, bend, you will bless. Three times a day we pray to Hashem. Those are a mitzvah, as they call it, durabanan, from our sages that were instituted after we lost the base of Mikdash and the Karbonos. But benching is midoraisa. It's a higher level. Amazing. And um, and people don't realize that we're you know everyone's of course going to go get dressed properly in front of Hashem when they run to shul and so on. When we sit down to bench, it's equally important. Now that doesn't mean that if you're caught somewhere and you don't have your hat and jacket, right. you should bench. <laughs> you should bench you know? right. But if a person has a choice and they do they do normally wear that when they would when they would daven, it's a good thing. Now, I'm not a rav, you know. I got the story from a reliable source, right. and we passed it again, you know, and, and I included it on purpose because. I, you know, I'm human just like everybody else. Yes, you know, and and husbands and wife and and brothers and and so on. You know, all the hats on the couch. And I want to get up and get it. <laughs> so it's already there. You know, you get you get more. By the way, it's it's the same. It's the same. It's the more honorable. It's the same as benchophobia. You know, that's also because of laziness and you know don't want to be bothered with it. You know, it's all it all comes from the same uh, from the same source. Uh, so I love that story. Give us one that you really enjoyed printing in this book. I was assuming that you're going to ask me that question because quite a lot of people already asked it of me. And I have to say, it's hard for me to pick one over the other. There's one in the middle about an artist that attended a writer's seminar that I run every year and how in the middle of the seminar, I needed to fill in like five, eight minutes when one speaker was late and I was in the middle of this project, but I wasn't making it public yet. So I talked about we were all there for efforts for our parnasa, for efforts in making a living. And I explained that we, we have to eat every day, and this is something that I found so much beautiful sources on, and it's worthwhile to hear how much you gain when you bench every day. 
this lady was going through a very hard time at the time. I didn't know this. You know, you don't know who's listening to you when you're talking. Right. But, um, you know, and she afterwards wrote me a beautiful email how she had not had proper jobs for months and months, maybe even more than a year or two. And she took it upon, when she heard me say this, it gave her so much encouragement that she decided that she's going to focus on that. It was something that she was admitting to that she wasn't focusing on it so much before that. And she told me that after that, around two, three weeks later, she got her first major commission right right after or right during Corona, something like that. Yeah. And ever since then until now, Bali Einhara, every time she finishes a job, she gets another commission. And it, that gave me a lot of a lot of yeah. pizuk, I have to say. You know, that just, you know, you know it was, it was very special. It's interesting because how many Torah giants say to people, the best school is tefillah? You know, they say that obviously tongue-in-cheek. You know, people are looking for schoolers. Mm-hmm. The best school is tefillah. Benching is tefillah. Benching is, you know, tefillah. And, right. and, tefillah, tefillah. and tefillah for something actual physical that you're thanking, you know, God for it. You were able to uh, to have a meal and enjoy the uh, tremendous sustenance from the one above. Here, I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you have a, do you have a uh, favorite phrase in benching? I have a favorite phrase. I know a lot of people will say Vene Yerushalayim Erekodesh. I get it. It's obviously the greatest, you know, plea to the one above, you know, in our tradition. I understand that. But I have a different one that to me, I always, you know, I, I always feel is so meaningful. Do you have a favorite phrase in benching or you never, you never thought of that before? <laughs> I have more than one. Like the one I get to the section on Rachim Na Hashem. That's it. That's it. There's so much in there. There's so much in there that we all need. Starting with basically every single need you could possibly dream up is located in that brochure. It's like communal and and then personal. But not Hatsrichenu till the end of that paragraph is just unbelievably powerful. But there's also many beautiful parts in it. You're first thanking Hashem, really, if you look at it, for Eretz Yisrael, the fact that it's our heritage. And uh, I want to make also a call out. This I saw it only after my book was already completely finished and in Art School's hands. From the time you submit the book, I've submitted well over a year ago. It just takes quite a while till the artist is finished, the print run, and all the other things that have to happen. But the Art School, um, the the Chavetz Chaim Heritage Foundation has a beautiful venture, and I love the part in the beginning where they brought down that, what's the, like, most loving act most people will think about? It's your mother giving you to eat. Right. And every time that you sat down to eat, Hashem put that food in front of you because He loves you just like a mother loves her child. And He wants you to eat. That was tremendously powerful to me. That's a very beautiful image when you sit down to eat into bed. Phenomenal. The book. It's really personal between you and us. 100%. The book is great. It's called Let's Get Benching. Give me a word on the illustrations by Tova Katz and the pages. This is this is not regular paper. These pages are. I I assume these are laminated. The made. made These are laminated, and and I'm a very. a very creative young lady at our school named Chaya Felsinger. Like she was made sure, like to say the young mothers. We all want the book to be laminated. The kids go through it. It tears very quickly when it's not laminated. Please, 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 please. And I was didn't realize that the entire run was laminated. I thought only some of them. So when I when I was going to receive my copies, I said, please, please, can I get 10 of them laminated? Because, <laughs> you know, I also want them for the same reason. And they said, what do you mean 10 of them? All of them are laminated. It was wow. such a smart idea. Very it was such cool. a smart idea, you know, really. <laughs> and the illustrations are incredible. The illustrations, Tova Katz, I've worked with her before. She's just a pleasure to work with. Um, we, she doesn't speak English as a first language. I, we both speak Hebrew as a second language. She's originally, I think, from Russia, and she has just a beautiful, beautiful, talk, like, like um, a very uh, ruchnius way of approaching the way she, what she does, and it comes out in the pictures themselves. She's also very 
um, accepting of going through things and giving time for touching things up and changing things around when you need to. And I also just like the fact that she uses lots of color in everything she does. Amazing. It was a wonderful experience working together, and she gets it done. Exactly what she says is going to be done, it really is. Uh, tomorrow- I have to say that also was a miracle in itself. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine. And this holiday of miracles will acknowledge another miracle uh, in the world of publishing. I know that sometimes you need a miracle. Uh, Let's Get Benching is the book. Let's Get Benching. Tamar Ansh. Stories and fascinating facts about Birchos Hamazon. Pick it up, everybody. Go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Amazing gift idea, especially for the kids. Get your free shipping and major discount when you use promo code radio. Tamar Ansh Mazaltov on the book. Happy Hanukkah to you, and thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. I really appreciate it. A real pleasure. More coming up. You're listening to a uh, Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM.